This podcast is part of the Listen Frederick Podcast Network. To learn more, visit listenfrederick.com. Okay, I'm about to ask these guys a question and they don't know what I'm about to ask. That's my drumming. Okay. Okay. What thing or things? <laughs> what wait, what? What thing or things from science fiction do you think will never come true? Oh, I I'm going to have to say this without a doubt. Faster than light speed. Never going to. Oh, happen. really? I because are you going to argue? Are you going to argue with Einstein? Are you going to argue with Einstein? Einstein was smart every day of the week, but he didn't know everything, and I think that I think that uh, transporters are perhaps never going to happen. Matter transportation from here to there. I don't, I'm mm-hmm. not sure that will ever happen. I can, if I had to list it, Steve, I should say, okay. yeah, trans, the transporters in science fiction, whether it's Star Trek or any teleportation, um, outside of a time travel situation. Okay. That's okay, a different, right. whole different yep, thing. Yep. 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 But a transporter transporting matter from one place to another mm-hmm. would be, I think at least one notch above light speed like you say uh, yeah. as we know it in star trek or star wars or whatever so, yeah okay okay chris i'm gonna i'm gonna address each one of these yeah. after i, I want to hear all i'm so nervous yeah i'm kind wrong. of thinking like the holodeck i i do not buy how that's like i'm sure we'll see variations of a holodeck but in the way that it's depicted in star trek i don't think it's possible that it that's would be interesting. that would be solid you could have solid matter but like a holodeck as opposed to just being in a room where projections are there and you're interacting with the projections but it's not solid yeah it's like i could see variations of it but in the sense you could have a small room but there was like no distance like it doesn't seem like distance is a real problem like i know in Mm -hmm. this is where it gets complicated because in in encounter at farpoint they say very clearly there is a there is a wall there if they go past it they can't do anything but then in later shows it seems like they somehow they just never seem to address the wall ever again it doesn't seem like that's that's even an issue like no one says hey we can't go past it because of the wall they just carry on and it's like the computer will then somehow figure out where you are and then just keep changing the perspective so i don't buy that being possible and two different people in different places on the holodeck (laughs) in different parts of the fantasy don't can't see each other even though they're in a room where you should be able to see the person Mm -hmm. so that that's an interesting i want to so i want to address each of those three about kind of what i think about my my likelihood of what you guys answered especially should answer first well i think my answer is i am the person who will never say never and the justification i use for that is picture yourself it's like the year whatever the you know Mm. 1500 Mm-hmm. Tell people in the year 1500 that, oh, by the way, you're going to be able to have a real time conversation with someone on the other side of the planet. That is, I mean, yeah, seriously, true. how, okay. how mind blowing, like 
people because they didn't yet know about electricity and magnetism. Mm-hmm. I mean, like there's so much mm-hmm. they did not know, yeah. so much fundamental physics I, they did not know. I always I think of that. I, this. I, hmm? Right. I always think of it, Adina, 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 as <laughs> part of me, please, my friend. It's okay. um, Adina as, That's got to be a thing. Um, okay. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. what question I was going to ask? Oh yes. I always think of it as like, sometimes when I'm driving, I, I used to be a big fan of the little house on the prairie show, mm-hmm. fascinated with pioneer life. So like, imagine somebody having to do covered wagons across the country and it taking months and months mm-hmm. as opposed to the six or seven days, if that, it takes to drive a car across our country now, let alone airplanes yeah. and stuff but like that. So that wasn't as big of a, I think if you go from like the 1880s, yeah. 1890s to now, I mean, they at least had electricity or they mm-hmm. knew about electricity. It wasn't widely mm-hmm. available and stuff. They had steam power. So the fat, the concept of technology and evolution and the concept of flight and that there was balloons, mm-hmm. um, there was, That's you know, Leonardo da Vinci yeah. had flying machines you know so mm-hmm. we're there we're not such a leap but if you go back mm-hmm. further yeah again what we're doing right now mm-hmm. s- seriously i don't think there was any way you could even describe what we're doing to them because they didn't have the fundamental physics so at some point we really knew nothing and then we mm-hmm. learned some fundamental physics so mm-hmm. i maintain that there's possibly fundamental stuff that we still don't know that will enable who knows what and i so hope to- i'm wrong well, so I think at, I really in the do. order of things that you guys described, I think holodeck is most likely, faster than light travel mm-hmm. is next likely, and yeah, teleportation is the one that I'm having, I have the biggest issue trying to wrap my head around, like, how that would ha- actually happen. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But again, I, I could, Frankly, we don't know what we don't know. I don't know how this is, like, how any of our technology even exists. Like, to me, this might as well be magic. It's a laptop. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I just can't imagine that people figured this out. It's just, mm-hmm. it blows my mind. Quite right. Frankly. But we did. Right. Yeah. And so yeah, there's, there's still, I think there's still a bunch of stuff to figure out. I mm-hmm. sort of, I hope you're right with transporters and, and, um, warp drive, but I, the, the idea of having a holodeck as depicted in Star Trek, I think is very dangerous. So I don't know if that's a good well, thing. I don't know. If, I would, what do you mean by able... it's dangerous? Well, it's just because like how many, like, I'll put it this way, especially if you're looking at a Star Trek. Mm-hmm. If you're ever in a situation where you have to say, oh, wait, I don't know where I am, computer and program, that's mm-hmm. a problem. Like, you should know <laughs> your reality. You should never have to question your reality. That's a problem. And then, mm-hmm. two, I feel like, like, look at someone like Barkley. I would I would expect that we'd all be Barkley if there were holodecks, or well, we just want to live in the holodecks. We're already having, I think, I'm not an expert in this, but there is, you know, the screen addiction and people. Oh, for sure. That already exists. So, yeah, I I imagine Mm -hmm. that there will always be some amount of people or stuff who have issues with whatever technology is presented Mm -hmm. to them. I mean, heck, you know, there there are people who have problems going outside their house, you know, like there's always going to be problems and there's always going to be problems with technology uh, and whatever. But there's also always going to be people that that use a technology the way it was intended right. and not go overboard or, you know, not it. I think there'll always be a mix of that. But uh, one of the things that I, I do relate to work is present day technology, virtual reality. So mm-hmm. I feel like I can imagine, you know, what it would take to, maybe it's not exactly the way it, it is in the holodeck. Maybe it's a little bit more like, or, well, again, this is uh, world. What well, about, like ready player one. VR, 
Yeah. Yeah. You right. have, that you have cool. stuff that's simulating the feel, you know, so you might be in a suit and so stuff feels, it, it's mm. not really there, but it has still like a feel and multiple people can be in the yeah. same simulation and stuff like that. So, I mean, I'd be all there. Like if, if this is reality, even though I don't love it, it's like, I'm going to try it out. I'm probably mm -hmm. going to do stuff and like, just explore it and see what's possible. I did. My, but just the idea kind of freaks me out. I <laughs> did my first, um, virtual reality experience with Oculus. Mm -hmm. My, my nephew brought it to our house and he got it here. Cause he told his parents, I just want uncle Brian to see it. Aww. And, uh, he got it here and just wanted to play on it the whole time and irritated his parents. So, um, which, was, awesome. which was my, my, is but that when I you guys did, checked out the I enterprise did, we scenario? Couldn't, it's not available for Oculus. Okay. Um, so what we did is we went on YouTube and found 360 VR something. And I did a spacewalk. Mm -hmm. um, which was a lot of fun and interesting. Um, and, it, and it was one that was very much animated. It was not a realistic, it looks like everything is real, mm -hmm. but it was pretty wild and far out there. Like, like I can imagine people seeing that technology and going, what in the world? And freaking out about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you were to take someone from 50 years ago and put that headset on their 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 face they would be totally terrified because to them that would they would think that's the reality they're looking at you know mm -hmm. and and my son-in-law my son yeah my son-in-law brian he has an oculus and he can play that for hours and he's it's him it's star wars game and he mm -hmm. just can play it and play it and play it and he loves it because he gets him into that that world he would like to be a part of right mm -hmm. So this isn't VR, but it felt like a holodeck, like a very primitive version. So I was watching um, some behind the scenes promo stuff for a lot of the new Star Wars shows. Mm -hmm. And they were saying that, oh, instead of using green screen and blue screen, they just have like this massive LED wall that's super high definition. And like they were saying, like we'd go onto the planet, we would feel like we were on the planet. And I'm like, whoa, that seems like a very primitive, super, super, super early version of the holodeck. And I'm like, I did not know that Star Wars was doing that. Well, actually, they took uh, that technology cool. from um, uh, the movie about Neil's, Neil Armstrong, where he's in the X-15, I believe, and it's flying. But what they're doing is they're changing the image behind him uh, to get that, you know, to get that reality. Mm -hmm. there. Okay. So future episode we're going to do on the podcast, we're going to talk about virtual reality stuff. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Remind me to bring up the Rockettes when it comes to virtual reality. Just, okay. Uh, oh, boy. Okay. All right. What about virtual reality Chipotle? Are you in, right? <laughs> just... We got it. Chris and I need to hang this... out. If I ever come to Canada, my bro, my bro, we're my brother, I... we're, we're going <laughs> to go to Chipotle. Right. If you ever come to Northeast Ohio, we're going to go hang out at Chipotle at least once. Okay. We also move that we just, that somehow we make Chipotle a reoccurring joke in, for the rest of the series. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. All right. Let's do it. I'll go with that.